Uh, Van Trude Insurance and Bunning Hotline. Could be yours. At it again. Yeah. John and Hunter. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, uh, hang hey on here. Are we? Are, yeah, are both y'all on with us? Oh, yeah, orchestra, orchestra partners on the radio. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Thanks for having. Yeah, me. man, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at, at the technology that has put both of you on at the same time with us. This is wizardry. <laughs> but uh, right. hey, guys, man, seriously, we talk about y'all a pretty good bit. Y'all are doing incredible stuff around town. I'm thrilled that uh, that you could join us this morning. Yeah, yeah, it's great to be here, even as early on a Saturday as you guys <laughs> get up. Tell me. <laughs> Listen, fellas, I, every 5.30 in the morning, the alarm goes off. I look at the ceiling and think this is the worst idea we've ever had. But about right now, I think it's pretty good. But we yeah. got Hunter Renfro, John Boone with Orchestra Partners. And, guys, y- y'all are changing. Y- you guys are changing, changing the city. Changing the flavor There's, of the uh, city we talk and about, small towns. We talk about this a lot. There's very few people that can really say they are changing a city. You you guys are doing it, man. And uh, absolutely huge fans of the projects y'all are doing and the vision that you kind of have. So, uh, I'm, I'm, we're kind of going to step out and let y'all just talk about your projects a little bit that you have going on and a little bit of the history of the company, and uh, then we'll jump back in, okay? Yeah, great. So Sounds let good. me start, Thanks, and I'll just give you a brief uh, you know, little history of the company. So Hunter and I met in college at Birmingham Southern 2003, man. And, uh, you know, we always got along. We were great friends, separated for a while, and then eventually came back together in 2016 to start Orchestra Partners in Birmingham after having big in, been in big markets. Uh, across the U.S., yeah. uh, different places. And we brought back a lot of ideas that we thought could work in Birmingham, Alabama, because it was growing downtown. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really connected very well. And so we started doing that stuff as a developer, and then we got involved in the planning business because we realized that what we were doing was basically implementation of our own plans. Sure, And that's kind of led us to what we do now, which is uh, we are now a planning and redevelopment advisory company Okay. for small downtowns across the southeast. And we do the one thing that planning firms don't really focus on, which is a development plan, and we implement that plan, which is a huge gap in transformation of small towns, is that planners don't implement and developers don't really follow a plan. So we're bridging that gap by doing both. Well, that makes sense. You know, you, you saw for, for years, decades, I would say, uh, you know, as you go through some of these small towns, there's some really neat, infrastructure oh, of, of of you know former town squares well, just and beautiful buildings yeah. that, that kind of have been neglected yeah. in a lot of cases and you know may have moved out to the bypass you know the kind of the activity but, and they're uh, just sitting empty and yeah. so yeah I, I i love this idea and and i'm starting to see some of these small towns get a heartbeat again so it's neat well, to and, know yeah. that's and where like you guys you said, are going they need they need help and direction man i mean everybody like i travel around and i'm in a lot of these little towns a lot and uh you know, people ask all the time, hey, could you help me get a Dollar General? Could you help me this? And it's like, you know, those yep. are great, and they and they contribute to the tax base. But, man, if you could get the, the vibrancy back of your downtown, that'll, oh, sure. in my opinion, that'll probably take you further. Well, and that's, yep, that's exactly what we realized, guys, is, is um, you know, growing up in Birmingham, we kind of saw, you know, so much potential in this city. But, um, but that potential was never really realized because developers typically – work in this kind of siloed one-off project fashion they're not they don't have any motivation or incentive to think long term about the city um they're thinking about how to turn this complex project right in front of them over and make a profit and move on and do the next one and truthfully as time has gone on development has become more and more transactional and it's really torn cities apart i mean um when Every man's out for himself when it comes to the development world. You find that, you know, you get the Dollar General 
where there really should have been some really nice historic infill, but now there you got at least 50 years of that Dollar General sitting there, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can't change it anymore. And um, a lot of great cities have lost a lot of their historic integrity and just consistency and continuity downtown, and it's not going to be replaced, at least not for a long time. And, you know, you can't – once you build something – you're stuck with it. Yeah, and, um, so, and, and really the story of the place, you know, that to me that's kind yeah. of what you lost. Is, yeah. I mean, every every we talk about on here, everybody has a story. All these little towns have a story, and they're kind of yeah. have skipped over and they're that. they're cool stories. Yeah, they are. They're great stories. All of yeah, them. Yeah, each one is unique, too. Um, so, no, we that's, that's what we try to tap into to really build a brand for that town and then not use that brand to recruit something like Dollar General, but use it to create a plan, a vision for their downtown for the next 10 or 15 or 20 years. Help, help them to avoid a durable mistake, right? One that, uh, that they've right. had to deal with for decades. Yeah, yeah that's really interesting, for sure. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Man, keep keep up and good luck with all of that, for sure. But uh, around town, man, you guys have touched, uh, I mean, tons of projects. Uh, the the Mercantile on Morris is one of the latest. And, oh, sure. Uh, you know, y'all are kicking off the – I think y'all announced some some more on it this week with the, the Powell steam plant stuff. And then yep. you got the – project on the other side of the of the ballpark over there talk a little bit about that and kind of just it, what i guess drew you really to that parkside area in particular because a lot of the projects are within blocks of that yeah yeah john you want me to take that one yeah 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 okay so initially uh john and i identified a couple of markets that we were particularly interested in five points being one of them uh, and then morris avenue really was the other uh, primary market that we looked at. And when I say markets, what I really mean is like neighborhoods downtown that have a lot of intrinsic value, sure. things that you can't recreate, um, and and the right kind of density of buildings and architecture that if you start to fill it in, it gets a little bit of its own organic momentum. Sure. Um, and Parkside has always been a challenge in that regard because it was historically a warehouse district, so it doesn't have – the kind of density that makes a pedestrian feel like when they're walking down the street, like they feel safe and comfortable and, you know, it just, it doesn't, it's the wrong scale, um, large, you know, one story warehouses, but over time, you know, those blocks have been cleared. Developers have built some new multifamily. Um, some of it's decent. Um, and, and then of course, (laughs) rail (laughs) railroad park, and Regents Field were huge for that area, oh, sure. but still, I mean, y- y'all remember even after those were built about a decade ago, th- there still wasn't really a great reason to hang out in Parkside for a day. You know, no. um, you might spend a few hours at the park, but you're going to get in your car and leave. Um, and see, so, see, I'm old enough. I remember prior to that when you had I don't know what the correct term is now, but I a bunch of bums hanging out down there. And not only did you not want to oh, hang yeah. out, you wanted to get through it as fast as you can. Well, years ago wow. we were at the BNA warehouse, you know, for the Halloween party mm-hmm. and, and you wanted to be careful about when you got there and oh, when yeah. you left. Yeah. No, totally. And, and it's funny you mentioned that John and I, um, when we went to Birmingham Southern, we had a few, few formals and things at BNA. And I remember that. Yeah. We, we didn't go anywhere else outside yeah. of BNA. Oh, for sure. Um, but, but, you know, as it started to fill in really, I think, um, the vision came together thinking about Rotary Trail and um, and that that really great work. And I got to give it to the downtown Rotary for making that happen because that was an incredible project. Um, and that's the start 
of Birmingham's version of something like the Beltline or the Highline. Sure. Um, you know, a trail system that is urban that can connect different kind of pockets of the downtown, what we realized was that there's this big gap uh, between the end of Rotary Trail on 20th Street and Railroad Park, and that gap is made up between the steam plant and a few blocks around it. So um, so we approached Alabama Power um, and really spent a lot of time building relationships and talking about our vision for the city. And I'll be honest, I was incredibly surprised. Uh, thought thought of them as this you know big Goliath um, who would really not have an interest in that kind of thing. But what we learned about them was they're really good people that want to do right by Birmingham. Yeah, yeah right. Um, and and the reason why the steam plant had been sitting there is because they were in an analysis paralysis situation. It wasn't because they didn't want to do anything. It was because they wanted to make sure they did the right thing. Yeah. yeah. That, that, I so, mean, that's a, uh, that is a yeah. fantastic point, what you just said right there. I yeah. mean, as big as they are and as important as they are to the – uh, to the city, it's again. They just like we're talking about these little towns. I mean, they they needed some help and direction too. You know, yeah. no, it's and honestly, it's, it's um, you know the point you bring up, which is talking about the comparing them to the towns. It is a parallel, um, and and working with Alabama Power, which honestly, it probably took us, I don't know, John. What would you say, like a year? I think uh, to really get it off the ground in terms of our engagement. Yeah, and, it's amazing uh, how, you know, yeah, the building sat there for so long, and, I mean, analysis process is definitely a good way to describe it. Went through multiple potential partners coming in from out of the city, and then Hunter ended up having one critical conversation with the right person, and everything just fell into place. Isn't that something? Yeah. 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 And so, you know, since then, we've uh, we've been in the background since 2018, uh, working on a vision for the steam plant. And, uh, you know, we just recently announced that there's going to be an Alamo draft house movie theater in the back two thirds of the steam plant, which will be tremendous because, uh, that is a, that is a brand that's a whole lot more yeah, than just man. a movie theater. Uh, it's a really awesome, you know, the number one movie, movie theater brand in the country. Yeah. Um, and Every, everybody should be celebrating you guys for just doing that. If nothing <laughs> yeah, else, right. You know, that's a big get. We are psyched about it. And, um, and really, you know, that kind of relates to um, our ability to do that relates to our business model, which is that John and I have been willing to start our own restaurants and bars with the intention of activating space when we couldn't find the right tenants or the right oper- operators to do it. And what we've done here in the steam plan is we've actually recruited a national um, chain operator and we're, uh, we're going to own that franchisee with them. Um, and that was really the only way to make it. Yeah, that was the only way to make it work. Um, and so, you know, we like to find creative solutions, um, and in small markets and Birmingham's probably got fewer challenges than some of these real small towns that we're working in, but, uh, you're not going to recruit, you know, your favorite national tenant. You're not going to get an Apple store downtown in, in every small town. And you've got to think creatively about how to use, um, entrepreneurs and operators to put a business together that operates in the space that you want to create. And, yeah. uh, and so that's, that's a kind of a core competency of ours. We have a hospitality division, um, have a great director of hospitality that we recruited, um, from kind of like a really strong background, uh, in hotels and restaurants and bars. And, uh, and we're, we're scaling that business up so that we can install 
bars and restaurants in our developments to activate the space and then fill them in with additional tenants. Um, but it's really, it's the vision is a fully integrated business from planning to financing to development and on to operations and the hospitality. We're with yeah. John Boone and Hunter Renfro of Orchestra yeah. Partners. Guys, we're, we're near the end of, of where we've got to go do some other things. It's brilliant to have you guys on yeah. and fascinating, and we want you guys to come back, if you're willing, to continue to promote what you're doing both here and, and man, around the state. And keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, guys. But yeah, uh, we're, yeah, we're not stopping. All right, man. Well, have a great, have a great weekend. Appreciate you getting up early and jumping on with us. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. And hopefully we'll talk with you here soon. We'd love to do that. All right, see you, fellas. All right, see you. All right, yeah, once again, John Boone, Hunter Renfro with Orchestra Partners.